Hi, hello there. My name is Kenji Dick. And I'm Claudia Duick. And this is Wittenberg Radio. It is November 7th, 2017, and it is episode 107. So I want to start off this episode with a bit of a statement in regards to last week. Um, as you may or may not know, we had a weird um, ghost or force. We're not really quite sure yet, uh, but something, we're pretty sure whose name is Peter Weeb, uh, take over the show last week. Uh, he came in, he forcefully put us in this zone that we believe is full of old dead reformers and uh, took over the show and relaunched it as w- the new Wittenberg, which he put down as a Protestant-oriented discussion show. Uh, we have thankfully uh, returned from the reform zone and um, we have properly put him back to where he came from. Uh, but, you know, it's a bit of a bit of an odd transition uh, for sure. And we want to apologize for maybe some of the confusing and misleading information that may have been cropping up on our social media. He totally took over our Facebook page, um, but thankfully we've put everything back into place for the most part. Um, Claudia, how do you feel about this? Oh, you know, I'm just I'm just glad to be back, really. Uh, it was it was quite an experience to go back in time so many hundred years, and I'm I just have this new sense of, of gratefulness and, and gratitude for, for our life here in this world uh, at this time. Of course, it's not perfect, but... Uh, yeah, there is a greater sense of toleration, and I don't fear for my life as I did when I was in the reform zone. Right, absolutely, and I, I can certainly agree with you on that. I never knew that anything as supernatural as uh, old reformers would uh, be right. as terrifying as it was. Right. Um, but I guess they do exist uh, right here within our halls. I don't really necessarily know the science behind that. Uh, we've definitely been in contact with many of the CMU faculty, none of which have gotten back to us, including Marilyn. But uh, you know, we're hoping that maybe we can find some answers. At the same time, though. We won't be looking for those answers right now. We're just happy that we're back on the show, on the air, um, and we don't want to really play with the supernatural for hopefully very understandable reasons. Thankfully, Peter Weeb has not been knocking at our or scratching at our door for the past week, and we hope that it remains that way. Um, But we are happy to say that we are happy to say this. uh, The new Wittenberg is canceled, and the old Wittenberg is back. So this is, again, this is episode 107 of Wittenberg Radio, and you are listening to it right now. But before we move on, we want to talk about the one thing that you have probably noticed about our website if you're listening to this episode right now. Uh, Yeah, we have made some noticeable changes on the website, changing the overall format, as well as adding some brand new features that we're going to just take a few brief minutes to talk about right here and right now. So one of the big uh, noticeable changes that we've made uh, is to our About Us page. Uh, As you may or may not know, for the past few years, the bio page has had descriptions of Chris Clausen and Dan Friesen, um, and we feel like it's it that changes to that page are well overdue so we have finally uh, updated it you can now see beautiful pictures of both me and claudia as well as some bios for those for new viewers to who want to know about uh the host of this show um and we've also changed the overall aesthetic of the page as well we've gone we have uh, sadly ditched the green aesthetic that has been uh you know that has been associated with our brand for some time for a more simplistic uh, white and gray and red that may not sound as pleasing but uh of course if you've been paying attention to the website we hope that you agree with us that it is a much needed visual upgrade from before there's also a really cool uh contact us portion of the website where you can write us uh comment on things that we've talked about or suggest topics that you'd like to hear about uh it's just another uh platform for you to contact us and uh yeah engage with with this platform we think this is a fun radio show where we can uh really do what you guys want to hear or talk about things that are important to you so you can make use of that 
So yeah, Wittenberg Radio has a brand new website. Not a whole lot of changes, but we feel like uh, definitely some needed changes, and we're so happy that they have finally have happened. If you have any comments, questions, or concerns about our website, you can now contact us on our contact us portion of the page. But you can also email us at wittenbergradio.com, as well as contact us on Facebook and on Instagram. So yeah, changes are here, and we hope you like them. Now it's time for upcoming events. There are a number of athletic events coming up, some basketball and volleyball games. Uh, there are two volleyball games coming up this weekend on the 10th in the evening and 11th men and women are playing here at the Lowen Athletic Center. So walk on over or go see them after your classes. Um, it should be something special. Also, basketball game on Sunday, uh, November 12th at 4, also here on campus in the gym. So go check those out and cheer on your Blazers. It should be quite uh, the fun time. There's also a book launch going on on November 8th. Uh, the book Along the Road to Freedom, Mennonite Women of Courage and Faith is being launched. It should be uh, also quite exciting. Go to that book launch. There is more information about that on the CMU website. Uh, yeah. Kenji, what else is going on? As always, I'm here to talk about the classic film series brought to you by the CMU Department of English and Sue Sorensen. This week, we'll be watching An American in Paris, which is a 1951 American musical film, uh, which is inspired by the 1928 orchestra composition An American in Paris by George Gershwin. Uh, this stars Gene Kelly, uh, Leslie Caron, uh, and well as many others, and the film is set in Paris, as you can imagine. This is a classic American musical, and we're going to be showing it this Thursday at Marpeck Commons, 8.30 p.m., and of course, as always, it is free admission. So again, an American par an American in Paris uh, this Thursday, Marpeck Collins, 8.30 p.m. Hope to see you there. Today on the show, we have the privilege of speaking with Selena Hildebrandt. She's a fourth-year student at CMU, uh, so very experienced. She knows what she's doing. She's a BTS major and sociology minor and is here to talk to us about CMQ and tell us what CMQ is all about. So welcome here, Selena. Thank Thanks you. for joining Thank us. Uh, so yeah, let's get right to it. What is CMQ? CMQ, uh, I guess, stands for Canadian Mennonite Queer. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Claiming the name. I love it. Um, yeah, it's a group that has been around for a number of years and kind of just changes throughout the years on what it is. Um, but it's a support group for people that identify as LGBTQ asterisks um, and for anyone that is questioning if they belong in that category. Basically, yeah, that's mm -hmm. what we are. And what do you do at like, are they meetings? Like, do you? Um, I've been phrasing them the as meetings, order. but it's more so just hanging out, um, being there for each other. Uh, this year we've yeah just had two gatherings where we just come together, eat lunch together, um, and talk about. This last week we talked about what it's like to be LGBTQ asterisk at CMU, mm -hmm. and what kind of things we've in experienced through that. Um, yeah, that's what we've done so far this year. Other years they've had like external like forums that CMQ puts on for the general CMU public. Um, and so that looks like bringing in speakers to just where it raise awareness. Uh, it can look like having a movie night. Like last year we put on a showing of Moonlight, uh, uh -huh. which has um, queer themes in it. 
Uh, but that was for anybody. Anybody could go to that because anybody can watch a movie. <laughs> yes. Um, and that was a great event. Uh, we even just have movie nights for our own like group um, just to watch movies that have queer themes in it with ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then and then discussion around that or or is it would yeah you consider or it like a support group maybe or yeah more so of a support group yeah. and just to like be a group of people that can hang out together and not be worried about mm-hmm. um, being ostracized or persecuted is too big of a word I think but like mm-hmm. just a safe space yeah um, so often we just we watch a movie and if we end up talking about it great if not we've spent time together and. That's basically, yeah, kind of what we do. Nice. Uh, what is what is your role in CMQ? I always see you in the in the daily promoting <laughs> it. Uh, aside yep. from that, uh, why are you involved? Um, I'm involved because I wanted to make sure it happened. Um, and if I didn't step up to the facil- facilitator role, I'm calling it, I don't know if it would have happened this year. So mm. that's why I stepped in and taking that role of just making sure it happens. Um, other than that, I wouldn't say I do anything else. Um, yeah, I'm just a promoter for the group. And um, if anyone ever wants to talk to me about it, they're totally free to do that, um, to contact me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And is it fully student run? Yes. Okay. This is a group that's fully student run. At this point, it's fully like just for students, CMU students. Um, if we as a group collectively decide this year that we want to have events where we incorporate other people, then we'll do that. Uh, but at this point, when we do our gatherings, it's CMU students mm-hmm. that are LGBTQ. Asterisks. Do you know um, how CMQ came into being or like the story? of? Um, I don't know exactly how it started, but I do know that there in the past number of years, there's been a like presence of LGBTQ on the CMU community at the CMU community and um, some forerunners like just like decided decided to start it and um, mm-hmm. create that support for the people on campus um, and yeah I don't know exactly how long it's been going on but I think it's been going on longer than you would think it has been mm-hmm. if that makes sense mm-hmm. um, yeah so I I didn't know about it until I actually um, like started questioning my own sexuality I didn't realize that it was a a Mm -hmm. group Um, but I also think in my first few years it had gone a little bit more quiet like people hadn't taken on the role of making sure it happens Um, but then now like now I'm in my fourth year and I'm making sure it's happening Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah all right Uh, how do you think uh, CMQ benefits the CMU community as a whole yeah I think I think it provides a safe space for those that are LGBTQ and that I think in general helps create CMU as a larger safe space. Um, Mm -hmm. And even if people just hear, oh, there is a group, CMQ, that's great. Like uh, people know, even if they don't come to the group, but they could come they know that there is that space for them mm-hmm. uh, which I think is a way of creating a mm-hmm. safe space at CMU in general mm-hmm. um, also like it creates the space for the conversation to happen um, mm-hmm. even outside the group um, yeah and I think yeah that's a safe 
a positive thing. Mm-hmm. Do you feel that it's supported by the CMU, by the larger CMU community, or, or faculty and staff as well? Uh, I think so. Yeah. Um, it's not like the same as like, it's not like a, a student council group. Um, mm-hmm. But it is fully a student group that like it's there because students want it there and because like I want it there, so I'm making it happen. Um, and I can make it happen without that like logistic support from the institution in a way but definitely from student life staff we feel that support and um like I'm in communication with Marilyn Peters Cleaver to make sure everything is Uh safe from that level um and so yeah in all that it it's good that Uh way yeah uh, how does it benefit students that are that are part of it? Aside from, I guess, the discussions and the and the support, uh, do you or do a lot of people come and 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 is there support? Like, is it uh, beneficial to them? Do they express those views? Yeah, uh, I would say definitely. It is yeah. definitely a good space for that um, and for people. We definitely do have a number of students. I'm not going to disclose how many because that's because that's the nature of our group. Um, but we gather and we gather and we discuss and it's and we hang out and that I think is the the beauty of it. Like mm-hmm. there's no pressure to when you come, there's no pressure to be like for you to say, Oh, why are you like yeah. why you're here? Like everyone knows why you're there if you've come and and that's all we need. Like we don't need any disclosure mm-hmm. or anything like that. Um that's all free for you to do if you want individually but um yeah I I don't even know if I answered your question no no (laughs) mostly I just uh I think that for anyone considering showing up it's important to hear that that how beneficial it has been for people yeah um and yeah to to make use of of this thing it's sitting there waiting to be used right and I would Uh, even say for myself last year um when I started making use of the group uh I was I loved the fact that it was just a group that we could come together and you didn't need to explain why you were there. Mm -hmm. Everyone just came together and was like, yes, we are here because we need to be here for ourselves. And then we just talked about things, whether it was LGBTQ related or not. Mm -hmm. Like normally it ended up being more related because we knew it was a safe space to openly talk about that. But even it was other things like what TV shows we like, what mm-hmm. um, movies we like watching, um, just how we experience being in the general world or whether it's at CMU. Um, and I think I liked the freeness of that and mm-hmm. that it wasn't just f- specifically focused around um, necessary L- LGBTQ stuff, but mm-hmm. ended up being somewhat about that because that's a common experience we all have mm-hmm. uh, in some way. I noticed on your ad that you say you appreciate support from allies, but want that to come from outside of the mm-hmm. group. Um, why is it closed? And and maybe how do how do you encourage people to to come and join if they're unsure if they fit the label of, mm-hmm. of LGBTQ or the label, the many labels, yeah. any of them? Yeah. Um, I think the main reason we choose to have allies support from outside the group is specifically for those people that are unsure Mm -hmm. and aren't ready to come out of the closet yet um by having the space where it is like with allies from outside it it i think it does create that space for people that yeah aren't ready to come out but they feel safe enough to be with the people that are similar to them Mm -hmm. um in this way 
and and like I said, we will probably have events where allies are encouraged to come. Um, but yeah, at this point, the way CMQ is set up at this point, we um, ask just that allies remain as support from outside the group. Um, and if we do have events that include allies, we will make sure we let them know because we do appreciate them. Mm-hmm. and. Um, we know that there are spaces that are appropriate for them to be and there are spaces where mm-hmm. we just kindly ask that they remain mm-hmm. um, separate. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's interesting. I was talking with a friend who was saying that, uh, yeah, they didn't know, they, w- they were in the process of kind of, uh, of yeah, trying to figure things out, discerning uh, personally about, about these things and wondering if what would happen if I went to CMQ and then realized that I actually was straight like would Mm -hmm. that offend them and I thought well of course probably not Mm -hmm. but what would you say to someone like with those with those feelings I would say come yeah um yeah I think it would be a safe space for you to maybe ask some of those questions of I don't know what is this feeling Mm -hmm. I'm having um yeah, it's a, definitely a safe space for those kind of questions to come up um, mm-hmm. and and ask people that are out or other people that are questioning it um, or people that have come to the point where they're like, no, I'm definitely not straight, but I'm not ready to tell the world yet. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it is definitely a safe space for those kind of conversations to come up. And I think it's a it's a space where they naturally come up and they don't feel as weird as they might in a different space because we're almost anticipating them happening in a certain way so i would say yeah if you're wondering what your sexuality is come check us out um or or if you feel comfortable um email me or message me on facebook or something contact me and we can talk about it more one-on-one if you're not what like ready to face a whole group Mm -hmm. yeah wow so Thank you. That uh, <laughs> that sums up, I think, uh, most of what CMQ does. Uh, I hope that if you're listening and if any of this speaks to you, please do consider uh, going or or just talk about it with with people around you. Yeah. Uh, thank you for for making this safe space available for people at CMU and for talking to us about it. Thank yeah. you very much. Thanks Lena. for having me. Thanks. All right, so yours truly is going to be bringing your music pick of the week. And this week, I am choosing I Will Not Return as a Tourist by Boniface. Uh, Boniface, uh, previously known as Micah Visser, is a local Winnipeg artist. Uh, I haven't really listened to a lot of his work before, but I was just recently exploring YouTube and found this lovely track. Uh, It is beautiful, uh, melancholic, and I really love it. Um, I don't really know how else to describe it, um, and I wouldn't really be doing it justice if I... Uh, continue to be sitting here describing it to you right now so we may as well just listen to it um so let's listen to i will not return as a tourist by boniface lately i've been feeling so strange wake up dreaming of cheap love in airplanes i could never take what i needed our moments of pleasure were fleeting I've been feeling so cruel A sweet plastic portrait painted of you I could never draw out a meaning Nothing more than a dishonest feeling 
see you next week and go to those events that we talked about some sports games and that book launch uh should be fun should be a radical time my name is kenji dick and i'm claudia duick and we'll see you next week of CMU Student Council. The views and opinions expressed by hosts and guests are not necessarily those of CMU Student Council.